0: The first Star Wars story. Well, technically the fourth, but we don't talk about the first three. His name was Greedo, and he was a cute little alien dude who was green. But then he met Han Solo and then got shot the last time he was seen. Some people may believe that oh yes, they both, oh yes, they both reached for the gun, the gun, the gun. But that's not true.
1: I'm telling you. He's kind of the worst.
0: You might see him as a hero or a hottie, but I don't know which is worse. But Han Solo totally shot first.
2: Welcome back to GPR, and this is GPR News. Remember that we cannot operate without loyalty from listeners like you. Loyalty to the domain and to the grand sovereign ruler. Now, we have an interesting development in our story about the intruder ship that came along, the S.S. Avis. It would seem that the captain of that ship has been wreaking some havoc around the galaxy, but something's a little off about him. We actually brought him in to discuss what he's been doing. Oh, did you? Did you bring him in? W- well yes, you're sitting right here. Or am I? This is exactly the kind of behavior that has been confusing us for so long. Um, and also, I-, I have to commend you on how quickly you can grow a full and robust goatee. Oh, I've been growing this goatee for years. Well that That doesn't really track with us, because we've seen you on many occasions without that goatee. Or did you? We we, we have. Look, I have pictures here. On this this holodeck right here, look. Mm -hmm. There you are. Or is it me? Oh, I see what you're getting at. Yes? Or do you? Are you suggesting that you are not the captain of the S.S. Avis? I am not suggesting it, no. I'm alluding to it. Well, isn't this fascinating? Tell me, um, you look remarkably like the captain of the S.S. Avis. Oh, yes, I look very much like him, except exceptionally more handsome. How do you account for that? The goatee. Right, right, the goatee, the goatee. So, um, I'm... I'm confused. I'm sorry, but we can't help but uh, admonish you for some of your behaviors. Uh, we we have footage of you uh, setting fire to numerous orphanages and schools on several planets. And <laughs> yes, yes, you're entertained by this. No, oh, yes, I don't think you will fully grasped. The situation For you see I am evil I'm sorry what? I am evil You just go around saying you're evil I don't go around saying it, I do evil things like set an orphanage on fire. Yeah, but I take I, a puppy I'm, and squeeze it really well, hard. Oh my goodness. He goes up ah. Oh my gracious And then I laugh Ha <laughs> ha Well, that certainly seems evil, but tell me, what is it exactly about you that uh, inspires such evil activity? Isn't it obvious? No. There's only one major physical difference between me and the captain that you saw in those pictures. Well, the goatee. Yes. Wait. Yes. No. Yes. Are you suggesting that... Facial hair is the determining factor of evil? I am not suggesting it. I'm saying that it is, it's the goatee that makes me evil, yeah. Fascinating. And now, tell me something. Uh, is it only goatees? Uh, what about full beards? Or what about the handlebar mustache? What about people who just get like that little soul patch? Are they evil? Uh, they're a little evil. They're kind of just jerks. I mean, they're not, like, full-fledged evil. They're just like, ugh, that guy. Which is the same for the handlebar mustache. So... The full beard, they're cool. Oh. Oh, so it it is just the goatee. Just the goatee is evil. May I ask you a question? Yes. Are you capable of growing a full beard, or does it just come in... Oh, I can grow a full beard. I could. That's what makes me evil. I can grow a full beard, but then I cut it down.
1: I, I destroy
2: it. Bit oh. by bit, this until is... it becomes what I want it to be. A goatee. Well, this is fascinating. Um, Tell me something. Uh, why is it that you look so much like the Captain of the S.S. Avis? Yeah, from another dimension. Parallel dimension. Excuse me, what? Parallel dimension. Wait, you're from another dimension? Yeah, it's a... It's a parallel dimension. Everything is the same, except I'm an evil version of the captain that you know. You can tell I'm evil because of the goatee, and then I just go around you know, fighting and wooing Wait. women. And You're from a, a mirror dimension? Yes. A dimension exactly like ours, only the good people are evil and the evil people are good? Uh, that So far, that's what we've figured out. Also... Uh, he's right-handed I'm left-handed.
3: Oh.
2: Yeah. Oh, left-handed. Left-handed ladies and gentlemen. As, no, because as you know, left-handed he has is a universally crew member recognized. Because I was left-handed as... and in my dimension he's right-handed and I feel like oh, this very is very confusing insignificant details. He has a mole. On I don't want the to hear the right. No, shoulder. no. Oh, I have a okay. mole on my right shoulder. Got you. I was afraid that there was going to be a more graphic description of where the mole was. Because you're uh, I mean, evil. Uh, no. I mean, if I had one in a more graphic place, I wouldn't definitely tell you. Because I'm evil. Right. So I'm going to tell you now a place where I don't have a mole. No, um, ladies and gentlemen, detail. thank you for listening to GBR News. If you uh, turn we are talking around, with a mirror dimension being. I'm going to turn I'm, around I'm to going to back. leave now. Uh, okay, signing here, off. This is GPR News. I am Jasper Beetleblocks, and uh, wow, do we have an amazing guest here today. Uh, This is, uh, I suppose I would call you a technician. A technician who uh, came about with the technology for uh, the Annihilation Station's, um, let's say, uh, firing capabilities. Is that correct? It's a death ray. It is a uh, sort of a death ray, um, uh, like Death Xavier. It's named after him, I suppose.
4: Uh, no. No? No, the P-32 Space Modulator is one of the finest death rays in the galaxy. What,
2: uh, what was that again? What was the name of it?
4: P-32 Space Modulator. Oh. Ah,
2: ah. It was a 32?
4: Yes. The 31 series ran a little hot.
2: Ah. Now, so have you gone through uh, 32 different iterations of (laughs) the space modulator? I have been through 77. 77 iterations. But
4: only 32 really worked out. I see. Yeah. Uh,
2: So now, did you create this... Technology specifically for the Annihilation Station? Was this a, a Originally, job? Originally,
4: I had put it in a handgun.
2: Oh, my. Yes. So, now, could was, was it as powerful?
4: Oh, definitely. So mm. you
2: could carry something that would destroy a planet?
4: Yes, and it was very problematic to fire it while on a planet. Ah. Mm-hmm.
5: Because it would destroy the planet that you were
2: on. Yes. Also, I would imagine there would be a lot of uh, recoil uh, from a handgun like that. Yes. That would probably at least cause a little bit of strain in your wrist.
4: Yes. Yeah. Mm. So, I thought what I needed was a bigger gun.
2: And, And that's, did you meet them? Did they come to you? How did the meeting between you... Um, uh, with your. It's
4: funny, it's a small galaxy mm-hmm. when it really comes down to it. You have a weapon that destroys planets, and then a group of people who want to destroy a planet. It's Kismet, really. It's just. Wow, you know... what a
2: sweet, sweet story.
4: Yeah. It's
2: really about two people who need something finding each other. Yes. Wow. Now, when you first created your weapon, mm-hmm. uh, uh, why did you decide you wanted to destroy a planet?
4: Oh, there was this planet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was right near my home planet and I wanted to destroy it so badly.
2: Okay, now I believe you are from a planet called
4: M- Mars? Mer- Mars. Ma- Mars Mars. Mars. I am a Martian warrior. A Martian
2: warrior—that yes. explains the fuzzy helmet thing.
4: Yes, this is this is also my rank. Oh, is it? Yes.
2: Wow. All right. Uh, so you wanted to create to destroy a planet near yours? Mm.
3: I assume
5: their army had angered you. Maybe attacked your planet
4: of Merc No, no, they were just blue, and we were red. Oh. And blue and red cannot... They have to be enemies. Oh. Yes. Interesting. But they had this duck. A duck? Yes. Do you know what a duck is? A duck. Diabolical beast.
5: Oh, is that... No, that would be
2: a DB. What is the D... Diabolical... What does the U stand for?
4: No, no. The whole name of the creature was duck. Duck. Yes. Did people throw them at you? No. Oh, They oftentimes stole my P-32 space modulator. Ah. Many times they would raspberry me.
2: They would raspberry you? Yes. Could you uh, explain in more detail exactly what that means, to raspberry someone?
4: Well, inside their face is a flapping thing. I believe they call it a tongue.
2: Oh, yeah. I I am familiar with the concept.
4: Well, they would stick it out Mm -hmm. and then blow.
5: Oh, so, kind of like one of these things, like a. Uh,
4: oh, oh, that's it exactly. Oh, he and, would do this, and that would and upset you every time. Me.
5: Yeah, he would mock you and just go. I don't go, have
4: a tongue. And stop he, that.
5: Every time. Why would, would you do this? No, I'm explaining that you would get
2: upset when he would well, go. Yes, oh. It's
4: very. oh stop. You did it again!
2: No, I didn't do it! I
4: have a Q32 space modulator right here!
2: Well, I guess then that means it's time for us to go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Thank you, Mr. Mershon uh, from MERS. We appreciate you being here. Of course you are. Hello and welcome to GPR Technology. We have with us today an amazing, innovative man who has really pioneered a field of business that few have thought about.
5: Uh, would you care to introduce yourself, sir? Hello there. Uh, my name is John Hansmith. Oh. And I am... I'm what you would call a hand technician. Yes, yes. Uh,
2: we, were, we were noting earlier that uh, you build... Um, incredibly articulated prosthetic hands uh, for people who have lost their hands.
5: Absolutely. I uh, kind of stumbled into this line of work, but...
2: Tell us, tell us, how, how did you find yourself in the hand business?
5: Well, I was hanging out in Cloud City. Oh, yeah. And there was just a hand just bolt, about me on the head. I was yeah. like, whoa, where'd this come from? Well... I look up, there's some lights just going woo woo woo. I was like, there's somebody missing a hand up there. Hmm. And then I just kind of ran with it.
2: Brilliant, brilliant. Uh, this seems like a very um, uh, singular pursuit. Uh, do you make a, a feet or a, a artificial heart, maybe? Um...
5: No, no, no. The hand business is treat me right.
2: I see. All right. Well, uh, that's that's very exciting. So, um, so tell us, uh, what what is the process that you go through to uh, to fit a person with one of your uh, prosthetic hands?
5: Well, first I look at their stump, mm. and I say that needs a hand. Brilliant. And so I take a look at their hand, the the remaining hand, mm. and I say, here's some some stuff, mm-hmm. some some technology stuff, right? Right. Let's outfit it to look like that hand, but put it on the other one.
2: Right. Right. And what do you say to the critics who have come out saying that you are capitalizing on gang violence because uh, this is, of course, most uh, most prevalent
5: among people who
2: encounter uh, that group of hooligans that call themselves
5: DJ Knights? Mm, well, I just want to say uh, to them, don't stop a man from making a living. Those are wise words, wise
2: words indeed. Uh, so um, tell us, where do you get the parts for your prosthetic hands?
5: Well, uh, there are plenty of planets out there that are ostensibly just junkyards. Oh, and interesting. Plenty of great scraps down so there. So you're
2: recycling.
5: Oh, absolutely. Good this for the is environment. upcycling to the up degree. Amazing.
2: Amazing. And now, um, I can't help but notice that many of these prosthetic hands, they have a fleshy exterior. Uh, a, a very, very lifelike, fleshy exterior. Absolutely. Could you uh, elaborate on how you make such a
5: lifelike,
2: fleshy exterior?
5: Well, um, I don't really want to tell a lot of the details, Uh, It's very under wraps. But I will say, there are flesh farms in Nustafar, And...
2: I was not prepared for that.
5: Well, don't ask questions. You don't want to know answers, too.
2: I suppose it is good to know that if you were to replace your hand, you would have uh, sensitivity. Is that correct? Do people feel uh, sensations like... uh, Pinpricks and, uh, you know, uh, heat?
5: Yes, yes. Uh, they, they are very adaptive to the situation uh, and will sometimes try to recoil from being slashed again. Oh, good. Um, I do dull that sensation every once in a while because turnover is profitable.
2: Right. If somebody damages the hand, for instance... Uh, I once encountered a man who the flesh had just completely been, you know, ripped off the hand entirely and he had what could only be described as a horrifying metal claw in its place.
3: Yeah,
5: yeah. He did not want to go back to the flesh farm. Mm. Uh, he thought he was above it and sure. I just don't like that kind of behavior.
2: Right, right. Uh So uh, tell me, uh, would you classify these as luxury items, or are they in the everyday, you know, to the marketplace kind of buy?
5: A hand for everybody. That's my belief. I want to walk around just hands to the people. Um, Notably, not everybody needs hands. Um, Working on that, but until then, I will have hands for the people.
2: Well, here's an interesting query. What if someone wanted more than just the two hands? Ooh. Would you be willing to uh put a fourth or fifth hand on this person? I
5: once knew a man with six hands. Really? He was just spinning light swords everywhere.
2: Right, you know, I remember them. I remember he was like, a, he was a high-ranking official, wasn't he? He was pretty like great general or something. Yeah. He, was,
5: he was kind of a uh A big deal.
2: He was a big deal. He was a big deal.
5: Once again, not one that was very good on the flesh farm.
2: Right. I... He did have some flesh in there somewhere.
5: A little bit. I really wanted to do a lot more work with him, but he was very, very... I understand. He was a grievous man. He was, indeed.
2: Well, thank you very much for coming out and talking to us here at, uh, you know, our our technology show, our technology hour, and... um, And uh, to all of you out there, if you find yourselves uh, missing a hand, perhaps you could uh, look up our guest. That's J-apostrophe-O-N-N-E-N-N-N, Handsmith. Welcome back to GPR News. Today we're taking an interesting look at the people behind the people in charge. We have met quite a few interesting people who have helped great leaders accomplish their tasks. Here with us today is one such aid. Um, Would you like to introduce yourself? (laughs) That cackling was from one Salacious Crumb. (laughs) Salacious Crumb has three separate PhDs from Galactic University. That's true. He is the chief advisor to one of the most powerful crime leaders in the galaxy.
1: (laughs) Isn't that hilarious?
2: Yes. Yes, it is.
1: he's He's a criminal. Everybody knows he's a criminal. It's like you just said it. Does anything about it? Everybody knows it's happening, and nobody does anything about it.
2: <laughs> so tell me, Mister, a uh, doctor, yes, I'm sorry, Doctor Crumb. Yes. Tell me, what is your typical day like in the Hut Palace?
1: All right. Well, I I get up in the morning, right, and then I I go to Jabba's you know room uh, where he sits during the day.
2: His throne room.
1: Yeah. And then, (laughs) I sit down.
2: I see. Do you have a special seat in the throne room?
1: I kind of sit where I want. Sometimes I sit up at the front in front of him. Sometimes I sit off to the side of, like, the table by the lamp. Sometimes I just sit right on top of him. (laughs) I can do what I want.
2: This must mean you have a, a position of high honor.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. One could almost say that I'm almost in charge.
2: Oh. Oh, that's an interesting thing. <laughs> I, I, I recall uh, an interview with, uh-huh. uh, with, with Mr. Hutt, um, and you were sitting in the crevice of his tail, sort of <laughs> in, a, in a crevice, almost as if, almost kind of as if, Someone could be underneath Jabba holding you up. You know, it was very intriguing.
1: Isn't that intriguing? Yes. I'm sure that's not what actually happens, though. (laughs) Right. Uh, I'm just a little guy. What could I do? (laughs) Look at how small I am.
2: (laughs) Would you mind telling us what your doctorates are in?
1: Um... Yeah, I, I would mind a little.
2: Is it not true that you have a doctorate in physics? Yes. And a doctorate in interplanetary conquest? Yes. And a doctorate in art history?
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Fascinating, fascinating. Well, it's it's interesting to see... Um, I've never really encountered uh, one of your species uh, as of yet. Um, oh,
1: you never will. I mean, I don't know how that could be. We're all over the place. Nobody destroyed our race. i got going to go.
2: <laughs> well, that was a pointed uh, conversation that we just had with Dr. Salacious Crumb. If you see him on the street, give him a wave. Welcome to this galactic life. I'm Fire Blast, and today we have with us a world's famous bounty hunter, uh, Mr. Bubble T. Mr. Bubble, uh, thank you for being here with us today. You could just you could just call me Bubble. All right, Bubble. Yes, just Bubble. I could. Uh, would you rather we call you Mr. T? I don't. I think that would confuse people. All right. Mr. All right. T was my father. Ah, of course, of course, right. of course. Uh, now uh, you have uh, gained quite some notoriety. Yes, yes. I I, 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 don't understand the notoriety that I've gotten. Um, uh, some people suggest that it's just, uh, just my outfit. Uh, it's, it's, it's a
5: classic.
2: Uh, outfit. Yes, uh, I, I, I like it a lot. It, uh, good. it 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 demands respect. Yes, absolutely. And um, some people think it's because I have a uh, a rocket pack on my back. I've got to admit, I'm a little jealous that I do not have a rocket pack like that. Many uh, people are. Many yeah. people are. Many people come right up to me and tell me uh, that they're jealous, and uh, and then then they try to take it. Right, and that right. that probably does not go well for them no no um'm I'm, I'm very deadly with my blaster uh, of course you are now uh I uh, I have tried different kind of rocket packs oh sure in sure, my sure. past myself um, uh, notably we've had the rocket pack episode where I tried on many different rocket packs Oh, I love that episode. Uh, Thank you. Yes. Uh, As you know, I was badly burned in that episode. You look great, by the way. Thank you. You, Thank you. You you seem to have fully recovered. I I can sit again. Uh, The the exhaust of the rocket pack, of course, is... uh, Very uh, near your derriere. uh, Yes, indeed. Thank you uh, for putting it so delicately. Uh, How do you protect uh, that most tender region? Yes. Well, um, my pants... Are made of rancor skin. Rancor skin. That's right, rancor skin. Oh wow! Which is notoriously fireproof. Uh, see now, that is very interesting. I did not even realize that, but now that you've said it, I cannot honestly think of a time I have seen a rancor on fire. It does not happen. It does not happen. And I have tried. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, now uh so tell us about uh maybe your latest uh bounty Wait, who who is it you're looking for today i hope it's not me <laughs> funny you should mention it uh...
1: It's not you. (laughs) you (laughs) I do that all the time. You totally had me. Yeah, yeah. I was really. I went to my
2: uh, went to my high school reunion and (laughs) I told everyone that I was after them, (laughs) 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 and then uh, then I killed them all. Oh, oh. It turns out that uh, some people just can't take a joke. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know what I mean. (laughs) I I don't. Um, Let's move on to your latest. Uh, oh, sure, sure, by, sure. By Bounty. Well, uh, uh, you know, I, I don't want to brag or anything. But, oh, uh, brag. Go ahead and brag. That's what you're here for. I about. was called in mm-hmm. by Dark Lord Death Xavier himself. Oh, no, you weren't. I most certainly was. That is amazing. I... It was incredible. I couldn't believe it. And you know what was even better? Uh-huh. He was asking me to find this kid. <laughs> it's a kid. <laughs> a, a kid? Right. Yeah. Yeah, a kid, you know. So you're there. You you were there in person in the same room with Dark Death Zade. Yes, that is correct. You were mask to mask. Yes, yes. That is amazing. It was it was a great honor and a, a, quite an achievement. Um, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. There were other bounty hunters there. Ah, okay. But uh, none of them had a, a rocket pack. Of course. Not not one of them. No, 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 I I don't There's that bug-faced guy. Have you ever talked to the bug-faced guy? That bug-faced guy. That guy. That guy is such a loser. Let me tell you something. I mean, he's better than the bandage head guy. Bandage head guy. Yeah, and it's like he he didn't. He's not even trying. No, he's You're not. Bandage head guy. Like he just it. shows up and he's like, well, I'm a bounty hunter. And why? Uh, why? Because you got a bandage on your head. I, I found this here, and you know I'm know it on is my, on my head. wrist. You know what this is on my wrist? What is? It's that? a flamethrower. Oh my! I've got a flamethrower on my wrist. And he's got a bandage. And he's got a bandage around right. his head. You know what's on this wrist? No what? It's it's it it shoots out a, a harpoon with an actual cord on it. And more than just that, the harpoon will go and wrap around things. Huh? Like a grappling hook. Oh, I like that. Yes. You can grapple. It does. It grapples. It grapples for me. Yeah. 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 Can you believe it? I I can't believe it. That's amazing. That's quite the technology you have. That's uh, right, this, and you know what I don't have? I don't know what you don't have. I don't have a bandage around my oh, head. Oh, and even if you did, you'd cover it up with a snazzy mask. This is more than just a snazzy mask. This is a top-rated, amazing helmet. Uh, well, it's beautiful. It's yeah. absolutely beautiful. Uh, it was well, I've uh, got streaming entertainment inside this helmet. Do you really? Yes. Wow. I am watching The Office right now. Oh, very nice. Uh, <laughs> I love that, Michael. Now, uh, yeah, so you you went looking for a kid. Did you find this kid? Have you found what, him? What? Are you what? still looking for the kid? I, I got close. Yeah? I got close. Well, oh, sure. I got uh, close. I, I'm sure you got closer than anyone else. That's right. Uh-huh. That's right. I, in fact, I, I, he found me. How's that? Uh, How do you like that? I, How do you like them apples? I like it just I like fine. Them. I delivered him right to Death Xavier. That's although tasty apple. I didn't actually deliver him, he, he chased me. Oh, wow, how- The kid chased me, right that's... Right to Death Xavier. Uh, well, that's very clever of you, I guess. Yeah, yeah, see? Yeah. I'm on a whole different level. You really are. You're that bandage boy, I'm on a whole different level. Well, there you go. You're, you're thinking outside of the box. I, I don't drive a box. My ship's more of a, kind of a, kind of looks like a snail. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. It's it's very it's not a box at all. No, it's not a box. Nothing about me is boxy. Nope I'm not a a boxy person. Now you've gained quite a bit of notoriety for your your escapades, but what do you think is the one thing that defines you? What is if you had to boil down bubble tea? Yes. What would you get? Well, I'm a musician at heart. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, I used to be a part of a band. We played at a cantina. Oh. Um, we were we literally were called the Cantina Band. And uh, oh, I, I think I, I, I are they still still playing at the cantina now? Yeah, they they kicked me out. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, I told them that we needed a new song because mm-hmm. we kind of we kind of played one song all the time. Right. It was the only song we played. Now, also, I would imagine, um, I, not, I, I, I don't know exactly what you may look like uh, uh, underneath the helmet, but they all have a very distinctive look. Oh, those are masks. It's, oh, really? Yeah, we're a boy band. Oh. You know, so we put on these masks. Um, it was kind of like a, a big hard-boiled egg with gills. Right. Yeah. No, those are masks. That is fascinating. You yeah. heard it here first and they lip sync they do not okay they don't sing they, uh, they, they don't play sing. The song. they uh, one song over and over again <laughs> well there you go ladies and gentlemen uh, a adventurer a bounty hunter a rocket packer and a musician at heart welcome to GPR news we have a human interest story or Well, I may have been speaking out of turn. This may not be a human at all. I'm sorry, sir. Are you a human? Uh,
0: I mean, no.
2: There, very well. We'll just say uh, this is a a life interest story. You have been working the same job for the last 72 cycles. 72 cycles today? Wow, that is remarkable. Would you care to tell our listeners what it is that you do?
0: Oh. oh, I repair the holographic decks.
2: Oh, fascinating. Yes. So uh, it is your responsibility when the holodeck uh, goes off uh, line or right. has some trouble, yeah. you go in there and you, 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 you fix the problem. Now, would you say that you've run into more um, mechanical issues or more... Um, engineering, uh, software issues.
0: Uh, yeah, I guess you'd call it engineering software issues.
2: Interesting. It's definitely user error. Oh, I see. Is that So, uh, most of the trouble that comes in these holographic deck, uh, uh incidents were because the users uh, were... Were doing... weirdos. That's why. Uh, oh, oh. They're all weirdos. I... Really? Yeah. So you're saying that the holodeck uh, decks are used for, um... Weird things. Weird things. Weird,
0: crazy, disgusting things. Oh. Oh, sure, sure. Um... Let uh, me explain it to you. Okay. After 45 years... Yes? Think of something. Anything at all. All Alright. Now multiply that by like 800 times. Okay. That's the least of what I've seen. Oh, my. It's... I've seen all the crazy things. So, so you actually see oh, other people's... Oh,
2: boy. Holographic deck um, scenarios. Uh, you, you, yes. You, Here's
0: the thing about the holographic deck. Yes? You can make it do whatever you want. Right. So take your average life form... Right. And give them unlimited access to anything
2: they desire. Right. You see where I'm going? No, I've, I see where you're going, but now my main concern is... I, I did not realize that holographic deck... Uh, uh, that they stored the information of the holographic adventures you go on.
0: Oh, let me tell you, you get the black market. It's all over the place. Wait,
2: other people can... Purchase your holographic deck? You can purchase
0: anything. There's, uh, yeah, you purchase the holographic deck simulations from other people, uh, from ones they make up. Uh, uh, they just weird, crazy, like they take, you know, the like, uh, the guys who have all those spices. Yeah. You know, those crazy guys. Right. It's like their dreams. Turned into a holo deck. Why would simulation? anybody want that? I don't know. One time, I came into a deck. Put your seatbelt on. I'm about to tell you a story about this. All right. oh, oh I mean, literally, put on your seatbelt.
2: Okay, uh, here, I'm fastening my seatbelt. Thank
0: you. Okay. I came in to one of these holographic decks. They said they had problems with it. Sure. I opened it up. It was filled with water. Water? That was just the start. Then it was filled with these creatures that had eight arms sticking out of them. They were like like a ball with eight different wiggly things coming out, covered in suction cups. Right. Yeah, and then they were all dancing around this garden. All right. Yeah. What is that
2: about? Why do you want to see this? Right. Um, you didn't happen to, to see the person who ran that simulation. I did not. Not that one. Oh, good.
0: Now another one I saw. I came in. There was this, this bald guy. Right? Okay. Weird accent of some sort, I couldn't place it. Right. He's, oh man, he is in there, but there's like 85,000 of him in this one room all crammed together. Okay. And they all were wearing like the, the bottom half of their body was a lizard. Okay. And their bald heads were covered with butter. Right. And they just went around yelling, number one, number one, number one. I went in there. There's this guy. He tries to act all nonchalant. And he whips his leg up in the air, sits down on a chair, and is like, I don't know how this happened. Oh, I know how it happened. That guy's a weirdo. That's how it happened.
2: Right. Right, you know, um, I, I believe I, I had read something about this one. It was called the, the Riker Scenario, right? Yes, yes. Right. So, um, I assume you will be retiring
0: Yes, today soon. is my retirement day. And Gee. this is my retirement party. I'm having a retirement party here. Today, hey.
2: At GPR Studios? Uh...
0: This is the studios?
2: Yes. You're being interviewed. Oh. Did you think this was a simulation?
0: I did think this was a simulation. I, you know, I've been doing this for a long time. Right. Sometimes you have a hard time after a while, knowing whether you are in a holographic deck or if you're not in a holographic deck. I really thought... This was my party, and they programmed the deck to this scenario. But who would want this?
2: I'm confused. Well, here's hoping that I I'm, gotta I'm not a holographic a, scenario. Uh, All right, sir. Where's um, my wife? I I, I don't have... know. I I I certainly wish you the best, Therese? and if Therese? you are retired, enjoy your retirement.
0: Therese?
2: And if you're not, I'm so so sorry.
0: I to have
2: children thank you for listening hi and welcome back to gpr we are taking a look at our intergalactic listening devices the grand sovereign ruler has deemed it necessary to listen in on all strange and peculiar activity here we have seemingly an old dji knight trying to train a young farmer how to become wise in the way of the stress Liam yeah you've got to use the stress Liam
5: but how do, you, how do I use the stress
2: you just you just use it it's everywhere around us Liam it's in the air it's in the it's in that grass it's I, in I don't the, see it. you can't see it it's an unseen kind of thing that envelops and surrounds us all.
6: I I still don't get it.
2: <sighs> all right, Liam, here's the deal. It's uh-huh. like it's like a power that surges through you. It's like surging through do you feel it surging through you?
6: Not really. I, I mean I, I, I... It's kind of like a, a certain... just, just,
2: just. Be quiet.
5: All right. And
2: be quiet, and and just pay attention. Just close your eyes, and close your mouth, and listen and feel for the stress. Can you feel the stress? I am feeling so much of the stress right now. Right. Why can't you feel the stress? I'm, I'm feel sorry. Feel it. Feel it now.
6: I'm feeling, I'm feeling something. Feeling, feel well, the I'm stress.
4: Feeling, I'm feeling something. Yes.
2: It's like, yes, yeah. it's flowing now. You feel it flowing inside you. No, it's kind of going now. Oh, my. All right. Listen. Okay. Open your eyes. Okay. You see this piece of paper in front of you. Yeah. It is a blank piece of paper. hmm Yes. Hold this writing implement, Liam. Hold it. Got it. Hold it. Mm -hmm. Feel it. Feel the writing implement.
6: Feels
0: like a writing implement.
2: That's because it's a... Alright. Listen. Just pay attention.
4: Mm -hmm.
2: You have 30 seconds to write a novel. Do it now!
1: What what about what, what?
2: 25 seconds
1: but, but that, I can't write a novel in 20 25
6: seconds 20 de- seconds Liam uh, I, But uh, what what is, the, what is the plot the main characters I I I, I don't 10, I, I 9, Oh uh, um, 8 Don't,
2: don't disappoint once, me Liam
6: What's a time 8 uh, 7 uh,
2: I This is how Dark Xavier started I 6 five zart, four, zart
6: Seven y- you're
2: failing horribly Liam uh, three f- forty two
4: mi- one uh, no. you failed miserably. It was like a sentence.
2: but you've also succeeded, Liam.
6: But I, I, I didn't I only wrote a sentence.
2: but you felt the stress, didn't you, Liam?
6: Yeah I did it, 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 did you
2: feel it move in you? Yeah, I felt Do you suffer. feel it around you?
4: Yeah,
2: I can feel a lot around me. Yeah, so you're feeling it now? Yeah. All right. You got it then? Uh, Have you got it? Sort of. Oh, for I, I th- crying I think... out. This is why I tried to kill your father. Listen, <laughs> I am trying to teach you the ways of the stress. huh. And, and it, you've you've got to open your mind to the stress. I feel like. Okay, here, uh-huh. here. Okay, be very still.
0: Uh-huh.
2: Close your eyes. They're Okay, okay. Here we go. Ah! That... Are you feeling the stress, Leah? I feel. I feel something. Okay, keep your eyes closed. Okay. This time I will not slap you.
6: Mm. Ah! Do you feel the
2: stress, yeah.
6: Liam. I feel a little, I feel something a little yes. More you're than feeling stress.
2: it. You're feeling it. You feel it. It's like a a, a burning sensation yeah, in your yeah, cheek.
6: I, I feel it. You feel it. It's pretty. It's pretty radiant. Yes,
2: mm-hmm. excellently, Liam. You're uh. you're on your way. Huh. Once again, I'm Jasper Beetleblocks for GPR News. Today, we're going to focus on a uh, very new, very strange event. Um, We've had a lot of discussion about uh, this strange captain uh, who um, uh, has this uh, ship, the Avis, and has caused all sorts of chaos. Um, But uh, it seems there's a new ship uh, in the galaxy, and this one, uh, well, this one's even stranger. And uh, I have with me uh, a gentleman. Uh, oh, right, right. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, what's this? What, what is this? What, what is it? It seems... Uh, is this some kind of uh, intergalactic radio station? Is that what's going on here? Is that what's happening? Is that what we're doing? Oh, I love a good radio show. Love it. Yes, that is what we are doing. Um, and uh, now... Uh, you are a professor, I understand? Oh, no, I am the professor. Uh, professor what? <laughs> oh, you <yes>, see <he> <laughs> I love it when they do that. I love it when they do that. That is just so adorable. So, yes, what? Yes, what? Yep, what? What? Yes. So you, uh, you know what? I'll just call you professor. That's exactly what everybody so, does. They always end up calling me professor, and you know what? I bet they do. I love it. Good. Now you have uh, this young lady with you. Oh yes, this is my uh, partner, but not my partner. Okay. Partner, she doesn't have an equal share of anything. Okay. <laughs> you know okay. what I mean? She's okay. just, yeah, yeah. No, you don't like partner. She doesn't like
4: uh, partner.
2: Um, comrade, she's my comrade. No, that's worse. That's We're... much worse. Comradery. That is so much We have much camaraderie. Worse. Yeah?
4: That's that's so much worse than partner, but, you know, it's fine. fine.
2: Well, let's just say she travels with me, and we oftentimes have to run. Sure. I see. There's a lot of running. There is a lot of running. So, this relationship you have... Oh, no, 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 no. (laughs) That is too much of a word. That is a big word. That is a word that spans a great deal of problems. Uh, So, no, not a relationship. We are non-related. Okay. Uh, So... You two, who separately yet together, travel through space.
1: Oh, that what? That was a, a really that's a good description. Well, well done. thank you, that's, that's, thank, thank you. Yeah. I am yeah. a professional. Absolutely
2: brilliant. Uh, you travel in an odd ship. Oh yes, yes, my ship. Yeah, oh, you know. I, I don't. Well, you see, this is uh, not like any ship I've seen. Well, it's, it's more disguised, of a disguise. you see? It's, it's a, a disguise. Yes, and yes, um, we don't want to draw attention to ourselves. No. So um, it actually has the ability to uh, look like different things. You know, it's a, I It's see. got a disguising circuit. What a but delight! But the disguising circuit is broken. You see, mm-hmm. in it, so now it, it 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 will always look like a wardrobe. A wardrobe. Oh, yes, mm-hmm. you wouldn't know what that is. Well, you see, um, there's a planet on which people put their clothing in a wooden box. In a wooden box? Yes, uh, they keep it in the wooden box. I couldn't tell you why. I've, I've observed them for hundreds of years, and I haven't... I haven't the uh, is queen. this
5: the planet with the little furry creatures? I know they use a lot of wood.
1: No, 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 I, no. I am from this planet. I, I that's. This Yet my you're she. not
5: a little furry creature.
1: I am not a little furry creature, She represents
2: no. what most of them look like. Uh, They all look like this, more or less. Mm. Really? Some taller, some shorter, some uh, brighter, some darker. Interesting. Yes. So, So, and they also have men. Men. Men? Men. 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 Male members of the species. Oh, I see. Right. I see. Right, quite. Mm. Uh, And and they put their clothes in a wooden box. Yes, they do, indeed. A great many of them, yes. Yes. And you have disguised your spaceship as a... Wooden clothing box. That is correct. Yes. A wooden clothing box we call a wardrobe. I see. It's very manly, really, when you think about it. A war. Right there at the beginning. Wall. drope. Now, it's a wardrobe. W- uh, there's two of you. It's not very large. I would f- oh, imagine it's very cramped.
4: Much larger on the inside. Yes.
2: Uh, it, it's much smaller on the outside. Uh, well, now you've got me stumped.
4: Well, once you go inside, it's, like, a lot larger on the inside, if you know what I mean. Uh, That doesn't really make much sense. I don't
2: know what you mean. Oh, well, what I should say is, and this is very interesting, it's mostly, and what you want to know about this, it's kind of interesting, is that this ship comes from my homeworld of Galapoli.
3: Galapoli?
2: Yes, so it's (laughs) Galapolian. Galapoli. 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 You know, that sounds very... Uh, familiar, uh, was there some sort of great uh, battle or war on oh, galopoli yes. Well, mm, about and around, and and sometimes through, but the truth of the matter is, uh, uh, Gallopoli, as anybody would know, it is, of course, erased from everyone's memory, because it is now just a faint sort of reminder of a thing that once was, but now no longer is. And because of that everybody has a faint familiarity with it, and they say, I think I've heard of it, when the truth of the matter is it has been erased from your consciousness and is just a shadow of a time event that happened before the beginning of time and lasts till the end of time. And of course, that is where my ship comes from. And my ship, being Galapalayan, has a lot of Galapagan problems. Yes. Did I mention I'm a time traveler? No. Oh
1: yes, well, the oh. the
4: wardrobe actually oh. allows us to travel oh, through sorry.
2: time. I'm sorry. Yeah, I would almost say that it is more of a time machine than it is a spaceship, mm-hmm. but it mostly is a spaceship. Ah, uh, so, um, mm, you know, I, um, my brain. That is a common occurrence when I come about, isn't it? It is. Um, you genius. have said a lot of words. I do say a lot. Yeah, he, he does. does. So he does. many Sether words. obnoxious things. sometimes. In this short amount of time.
5: Thank you for saying that. Thank you for saying that. Um, you said it. Um, I would not ever call him obnoxious.
4: That's okay. I, that's what I'm here for.
1: Oh,
2: it's all right. You can call me obnoxious.
5: Well, you are very obnoxious. <laughs> ah, right.
2: I, uh, feel like we're done here. Um, It was so nice meeting you. You were marvelous. Simply marvelous.
4: Nice to meet you as well.
2: Welcome back to GPR. We have an interesting development. It turns out that uh, not too long ago, we had picked up a a Terran, an alien, from his home world uh, because he had fought and defeated a hunter, one of those invisible hunter aliens. Well... From that same planet, there was a time anomaly in which a killer robot was traveling through time wreaking all kinds of havoc, so we scooped up that time-traveling robot as well. And wouldn't you know that the time-traveling robot looks remarkably like the man who killed the hunter alien, so we decided to put them in a room and see what happens. Here's the result.
6: Who, who, what, who, are you?
3: I am DK forty five hundred. I am a killing machine. What?
6: Is, I? How you? What? Why do you look like me? You looking exactly like me, and I do understand it. I do not look like
3: you. I look like the K-45000. I am a killing machine. You
6: said you are a killing machine! I understand you are a killing machine, but you don't know. You look like me and I look like you and I am very unhappy about it. I don't understand anything. I also am confused
3: as to why you are similar in appearance to me.
6: Do you... you... You talk so very strange, it's hard to understand you. I don't know what you're saying and and then you're just standing there very still staring at me. And I believe you may try to kill me.
3: I am a 4500 killing machine, I would
6: probably kill you. No, I know you've said many times that you kill and I'm going to, but I'm going to kill you. If you bleed, you can die, and I will kill you.
3: I can bleed. You know, a little bit I can bleed, but then I stop bleeding. This is just sort of a coating, I am like, you know, I am a robot. A robot killing
6: machine, I know! You are very, you seem to have a, a broken, talky, speaky thing that makes you talk, and then you say the same things over and over again. You are
3: also seeming to have a problem with speech.
6: No, I have no problem with speech. I'm talking to you and you're talking to me. And I'm going to kill you. You can understand it. This
2: would continue for another 47 hours. We were unable to separate the two, and now they cohabitate quite happily. You've been listening to GPR.